Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Here are the next batch of theme songs that have been submitted to be considered for our show's theme song. Okay. A few weeks ago, I just flippantly said, hey, we need a theme song about 30 seconds long, and I'll give somebody 500 bucks of my own money, which I kind of regret that part, (laughs) but I still will. So here is Austin Smith. He writes, hey, all, this sounded like a fun, creative outlet, so I put together a short theme song to enter into the show's theme song contest, Daily Podcast Listener. Here you go from Austin Smith. I wake up in the morning, sitting in the driver's seat. It's better than coffee pouring. Turn it on and hang with the B team. Got Bobby at the wheel, Amy riding shotgun, yeah. Everybody else piled in the backseat. Nah, I'm just kidding. I got Eddie on the cameras, lunch doing his angry thing. I got Ray and Scuba in the classroom. Abby really nailed it, she can sing. And you can't forget Morgan number two pop culture news. Mmm, in the morning. Yeah, that's the crew. It's the Bobby Bone show for you. That's pretty good. I like so that. good, man. That's so good. It's so good, and it also kind of says what everybody does in a way. Ray, did you get a shout out there? Yeah, yeah in classroom. the classroom. Classroom. He, he kind of slandered my name. <laughs> angry. You're, that's you're your angry game. right now. That's like, your game. <laughs> right, right. The second you're angry, um, that's good. Yeah. It's really good. That's good. Do you that's like good. the tempo of it? The feel of it? At first, I thought, okay, a little easy listening on a Sunday, but then I do like the vibe. Yeah, it's got a good yeah, beat. I do like the vibe. Good job, Austin Smith. Here is Kevin Smith. He wrote, hello, crew. I'd like to submit a theme song entry. My name is Kevin Smith, the local guitar guy. Thanks, and keep on rocking. Here we go. Hey, it's the Bobby Bone Show, rocking country radio. A shout out to the studio. Yeah, it's the Bobby Bone Show. Come on, grab your coffee, let's go. Rank it up and join the show. Making waves on the radio. Hey, it's a Bobby Bones show. Yeah, it's a Bobby Bones show. That's good. That feels like a jingle theme song. It feels like we're about to go into college football or something. <laughs> like a big and rich, you know, intro song. Good job, Kevin Smith. That's pretty good too, man. Here is PK. He writes, Hello everyone. This is my entry for the Bobby Bones Show theme song contest. Thank you for all the good things that you guys do. Thank you, PK. This is 40 seconds. Here we go. Every morning when you wake up, it's the positivity transmitting down on you and me. A bunch of friends you'll always have. It doesn't really matter if you're on team A or B. You smile a lot, you cry sometimes when you hear their life stories. You play along, it's fun and games of different categories. It's the Bobby Bump Show. 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 Nice job, buddy. Nice job. That's I cool. like category and life story. That's pretty strong. Good rhyme. I thought that pretty strong. And then finally, here is Quan Draper. Hello, my name's Quan. I'm a rapper and singer from Iowa. Here's my submission for your morning radio show theme song. Thank you for all the opportunity. My mother, Carrie, is a huge fan and was genuinely excited to tell me all about it. 
Here we go from Quan. Bobby Bone, Bobby Bone, in the morning, in the morning. Bobby Bone, Bobby Bone, in the morning, in the morning. Lunchbox, Eddie Ray, Scuba Steve, Scuba Steve. Amy Abbey, Mike D and Morgan too. Bobby Bone, Bobby Bone, in the morning, in the morning. Bobby Bone, Bobby Bone, in the morning, in the morning. Lunchbox, Eddie Ray, Scuba Steve, Scuba Steve. Amy Abbey, Mike D and Morgan too. Sounds good. Bobby Bone. I don't know if that's the theme song for the show, but I do like that. I like, the, I like his vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's for this specifically. That's pretty good. Pretty good, Quan. Thanks, man. Well, we have to kind of decide to move on yeah, a couple. That's crazy. It's hard. I love the first one. Austin. Right, just give me a little clip of Austin again. This one. Remember. I wake up in the morning, sitting in the driver's seat. It's better than coffee. Like that one. I like that one. Really good. Um, I mean, the other ones are good. But I will... Put Austin Smith through. Amy? The first one. Yeah. I wake up yeah. in the morning. Anybody else want to move anybody else through? Oh, what's the, the one oh. before the last? Uh, PK. Right, play a little that again. Every morning when you wake I mean, up. That's that one, or this one's the other one. It's Kevin Smith. Rocking. That's pretty. I'll move that one through, yeah, too. I think that one. one gets moved through, good. too. Hey, it's the Bobby Bone Show. Rocking country radio. Thank you for all the submissions. There's still one more week. Woo! So we'll do it again next week, and then we'll have our final list, and we'll figure it out. But Austin Smith and Kevin Smith, you guys are moving on to the next round. We're getting some good they're, stuff, They're all man. good. I know. Oh, yeah. If we would have got those last two, the week one, we'd be like, we have yeah, our song. for sure. But it's getting better as it goes. So thank you guys for submitting. Uh, and then we'll have the winner, if they're around, come up here. We'll bring them up, and they can play it. That'd be fun. How about that? That'd yeah. be awesome. How about that? Let's open up the mailbag. Here we go. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, I just found your show a couple months ago. I'm a new listener. I heard you mention your book, Bare Bones. I purchased it. I finished it. It was great. My question is, will you be writing another book? You're married now. Time has passed. Any more wisdom? Thanks, Melissa. I did write a second book called Fail Until You Don't. It's been a couple years. But Stanley the Dog and His First Day at School comes out June 14th of this year. My yes. kid's book. So, I mean, that, that counts. Yeah. So you can check that out. I didn't feel like that was enough to be a mailbag, though. So I got another one. Let's go. <laughs> you send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby. My husband and I are a young, outgoing couple. We both work full-time jobs. We don't have any kids. He is obsessed with the game of cornhole. He wants to go pro. He typically plays two to three times a week and most Sundays, and he plays all day. Cornhole is not a bad hobby for him to have, and I don't want to interfere with something he loves. However... I do wish we can spend some more of that time doing activities together. I've tried playing cornhole, but they're a little more competitive than I am, and I'm not that good. What do you think the average time, apart from your spouse, is per week? How can I limit his cornhole time without sounding too controlling? Thanks in advance, Caitlin. Hmm. <laughs> Funny that's Caitlin. I'm like, is this you? <laughs> well, it's not cornhole. Bobby cornhole. <laughs> uh, you know, I get obsessed with... Whatever the obsession is of the time. Yes. If it's, you know, I'm building a league in Madden football right now. And if I'm playing golf, if I'm playing rec, I need an obsession all the time. That's why I don't drink or use drugs and haven't ever because I know that I'll drink all the time or use drugs all the time. If I were to, I have an obsessive gene in me. My family, they've died from that. And so I need an obsession. 
But we do have to have obsession talks where she says, hey, you've played Madden for five hours today. Even work where she's like, you've worked for 19 days in a row. We can't have balance. You, you know, we have we both need to be fulfilled. And so if he's really going to go pro, I think it's a different story. I mean, what if he really can? Yeah, he might. But then he got, he's got to quit his job or at least work a little less and spend time doing that. You can't rob her of all the time, all, all of the relationship time. Mm-hmm. I think it is you guys actually gritting out early on times that he be very transparent about when you're going to do it, what you're going to do, and what he's going to do for you. How many date nights a week are you going to go on? How many this or that? You have to make sure you're both getting your cup filled or one of you is going to be very resentful. You need to be open and honest about it. Well, and does she, well, I guess she's not here to answer it, but would she enjoy a little cornhole from well, time to time? Oh, she tried. She tried. Okay, she yeah. did try it. She's she not like good. It. Dang it. Okay, well. And it's I also don't... not fun. If I mean, not, it, it's yeah. like cute. Like you bring out somebody, but then it's like, I really want to focus on getting better at it. Okay, well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. They need, he needs to grit it out and he has to stick to it. And if he, if he deviates from that, put his name on the wheel. On our show, we bring him in here and torture him. Eddie? I mean, I do about six hours a week on average because I get four hours is a golf round. I try to do that when when the weather's nice. I try to do that once a week, one round of golf, and then two hours probably of just walking the dog or doing some kind of exercise. So, but I do make it up with at night, you know, let's hang out. Once the kids are in bed, let's watch a show. Let's, my, this is our time. And we try to do dates. I don't know. We try to do maybe twice so a for month. every hour that you play golf or video games, you try to give your wife one hour in return? Yeah, because it is important. You do have to have that that bonding time. But again, man, I love I'm not in a good mood if I don't play golf. Like if so, I don't do that, if I don't get my four to six hours a week, I'm not happy. And I don't think that's the issue here because I think she's fine with him playing four to six. Sounds like he's doing it three days a week all day, all the time. <laughs> with yeah, his voice. Yes. All the time. Because yes. he's trying to go pro. I would just say, hey, you're doing this. I support you doing this. But we need to see what we're going to do together. Yeah. So as much as you're dedicating to this, I need you to show me what you're going to dedicate to us and our time together. Just say that. And here's the hours you're doing it. But I, what are you going to give me in the hours you're not? And I think that'll make the relationship a lot better. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's just going to do all he wants to do. And then he's going to, I feel like I'm talking to myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was just thinking your oh life right gosh. now. Right. And don't approach him with any um, resentment or hostility in your voice. Like, make sure you've done some deep breathing. You go to him in a calm way and just say, hey, when you play this much cornhole, it makes me feel. And then explain to him. And then he'll be like, oh, wow. Maybe he might be like, oh, wow, I had no idea you were feeling that way about my cornhole. Well, that sounds weird. <laughs> 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 Good luck with that. Uh, I just think you need to have him commit to hours with you as well. Yeah. That's the easy answer, but yes, there is some nuance here. I hope Our, he goes pro too, though. That'd be, that'd cool. be awesome. We, yeah. we see him on ESPN. <laughs> they don't make very much money. All right, thank you. That's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Amy, talk to me about texting and driving. Well, I've always been really bad at it. I get distracted, and especially at lights or if a text comes in, I'm like, oh, okay, I can just check it real quick. But I always have my kids in my car, and my daughter... That sounds really bad. But my daughter's... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm always driving and texting my kids. No, it's not like if I'm going 70 down the highway, but... I know that I've been guilty of doing it, and especially at lights, and I get distracted, and my daughter's almost 15, and she's going to start doing driver's ed. Next thing you know, she's going to be 16, and I don't want her getting distracted by text messages, even at lights. 
So trying to lead by example and I'm turning on that, that message you'll receive. Like if I'm driving and you text me, you'll get the message, you know, so I'm driving right now. I'll respond once I'm done or something. Yeah. So. So you're just trying to stop. Let's. That's new me. Let's be honest here. You're just trying to stop texting and driving. So your daughter doesn't text you. Yeah, you have to lead by example. Mm -hmm. I can't expect her to do it if she's seen me do it. Mm -hmm. So this is me holding myself accountable and then also showing her, like, hey, you're not the only one that has to, you know, stay off your phone when you're driving. What I do, because if you get in an accident and that phone is thrust forward and it's down by your feet, and let's say they have to jerk you out of a car, they know you're on your phone. Correct. So what I do is I put my phone in the passenger seat. Now, I will grab it at lights. And I'm all, I always get honked at. Like, I know I'm about to get about three honks a day because I won't go. I'll just be looking at my phone. Oh, tape. sorry, buddy. Throw my hand up. Uh, that happens quite often and probably not legal. Um, and I don't text. But occasionally I'll look over at a text, which I shouldn't do. I've gotten I've cut back 80%, 80 to 85%. But I always put it in the passenger seat in case it's a wreck. Because when it happens... They'll be like, he should, hey, at least he wasn't texting and driving. <laughs> Always thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. And even if I was, I, I can picture now, if I get in a wreck, I have to throw what, it. <laughs> what, I, what I have to do is like break a rib to get down to it and throw it over on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> so, but think about this and how important these texts aren't. Right. If for some reason you rear in someone because you were texting and driving, let's say nobody dies, nobody gets seriously hurt, but you just rear in someone, you're going to think to yourself, oh, so why was I texting and driving? I was so stupid. I'll never text and drive again. So just imagine that's already happened. Never text and drive again because you rear-ended someone. That's going to be so awful because it's not worth it. And if it does happen, you will have that conversation with yourself. So just have that conversation now. Sure, go and feel like you rear-ended somebody without having to pay for it, without having anyone to be hurt, and never text and drive again. It's just not worth it. You could hit somebody walking across the street because you're not you're looking down. And you'd be like, "Why was I so stupid to text and drive while I was while I was driving the car?" It, it isn't. How many texts do we get are really that important anyway? Right. Also, no. think about no, that. Let's play the numbers game. How many texts can't wait? Zero. Right. No text is that important. And then also, if it is an emergency, they could call you, right? Yes. Correct. That's really what's going to happen. So, and then I, if, and I've got my car hooked up or my phone hooked up to where I can answer it safely. Hello? I just have to, the, the hardest thing for me is not to look at scores while I'm driving. Scores of what? Games. Especially when you got money. What other it. scores would it be? Yeah. How many scores of what would you, like scores of, hey, did you just get a score? <laughs> or drugs? Hey, are you scoring? Are you <laughs> settling a score? <laughs> Which, which score? Bobby, the job all is complete. Them? Yeah. Any so score. every score. So all year long, you struggle with scores? Yeah. Because there's always something? Yes. Okay. Or rankings or, yes. Okay. Yes. But I just have a conversation in my head that if I were to hit somebody, I'd go, God, why was I? Why was I so, so in my head, I've already hit somebody and I've already had the conversation with myself. Like, oh, I don't want that to ever happen again. So I'm going to keep that from happening. It's not worth it. Don't text and drive. Amy, good job by you. Thanks. I like who you are. How do you set that up, Amy? It's like automatic response. Yeah, it's an like yeah, option right on your phone. I'm going to do that, too. Also on Instagram. You're going to do it, too? Why yeah, not? join Why the club. Not? Yeah. Sounds great. Let's do I'm it. I'm busy right now driving. I'll text you later. Eddie won't even be driving. <laughs> I just have it on all the time. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Chris Stapleton added more dates to his All-American Roadshow Tour, featuring several rotating special guests, including Dwight Yoakam, L. King, The High Women, Margot Price, Cheryl Crow, and more. Tickets go on sale this Friday. 
Dylan Scott has a new album coming on August 25th called Living My Best Life. He shared a new single from the project. Here's the song, Can't Have Mine. Find you a girl that loves her daddy. Talking about babies makes her happy. Yeah, take it from me, that's the kind you need to find. You just can't have mine. Luke Bryan loves where he's at in his career. I can wake up at the beginning of the year and pick the things I want to do, pick things that really are interesting to me. Waking up every day knowing that, gosh, I really, I don't, I really achieved everything I ever set out to dream. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. There's a guy in Colorado that goes skiing with his mom. I don't know how old this guy is, but he takes his mom with him. They're like a team. They're next level skiers, so they go really high up on the mountain. And in order to get to where this slope starts, you have to rappel down. So they went up and they got, had some rappelling gear. And maybe you can help me with this, Bones. But they rappel down about 50 feet mm-hmm. to get to the start where they're going to go. So they go, they go skiing down the mountain, they make it down about two. Wow, that's intense to... This is next level skiing. Yeah, I have to rappel to a place to ski. <laughs> so they go down the mountain, they ski it, and they go, all right, now we got to go get our gear, because I guess that's what you do when you rappel down. So they go up to get the, the gear, and as the sun is stepping to remove the gear, he triggers an avalanche. I mean, snow just falls, he goes down with it about 400 feet. The mom's up there going like, oh my gosh, my son just fell. It takes her about 10 minutes to ski down to get him. She calls the rescue people. I mean, sheriff's department, ski patrol, everyone comes down to get him. They save him, and he's fine. He's got, like, two bruises, and that's it. That's it. That's yes. That. Unbelievable. And how, if you're trapped in the snow after an avalanche, yes. how do you know which direction to dig out? We've you, talked about this. You pee. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Do something easier oh. than spit. Oh. Because <laughs> you may not can pee, but you can always spit. Pants. And wherever the spit goes, that is down. Correct. Love because it. if you're, if you've been tumbling... You may not know which direction is up or down, and you're covered in snow. Like, which direction do you dig? Yeah. But if you spit, then spit, and not, not, tuh, let it fall out of your mouth. The oh. spit will then fall to the ground. And how did you learn all this? Is it your buddy Bear? Probably Bear Girls. Probably Bear. I don't know about if it was Bear or not. I, mean, I think I just read it somewhere. No. <laughs> I just retained that. But pretty good. Good. I just can't believe you only had two bruises, but two good thing bruises. they all acted quickly up there, you know? Yeah, pretty cool. All right, that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Netflix now has Seinfeld. They lost friends. They got Seinfeld. And so we were talking about it, and Morgan had never seen Seinfeld. She's 28 years old, so I gave her the job of, hey, watch the first two episodes and let us know if it's still funny. We think it's funny because we watched it. We probably remember how we felt then. Uh, Morgan, you watched it. You didn't watch it back in the day. I didn't. Season one came and went. It was only like six episodes, and you said it was fine. Yeah. I gave it like a 2.5. There were a few more episodes in season two. Yeah, about 12 episodes. Yeah. So, But now I feel like you're in. You've watched almost 20 episodes of Seinfeld. Let's hear your review. Well, see, I, I will admit, I got a few chuckles out, okay? It, yes. made me, it made me get a little laugh. Not like belly laugh, but I got a few chuckles. And I do feel like I'm kind of relating to Elaine in some ways, okay? But I have to say... All of the references are so outdated that I can't connect to it as much as I would like to. And I was just waiting for the last episode to happen so I could stop watching oh, the show. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> it was not, it was, it, I have no <laughs> desire to want to watch anymore. Like the deal episode and the jacket were, were funny, but I'm like, I could go my whole life without watching any more of this and I will be perfectly fine. Oh no. So Seinfeld's not funny. 
to people under 30. Yeah, the, the, if you watched it back then, I think it made sense. But the references now are just so outdated that you can't relate to it. You're like, I can remember that maybe, but you can't relate to it now. Can you do a Seinfeld impression after watching two seasons? No, gosh, no. No, I don't think so. No, what, what would be the impression? What's the, the deal, deal with, with the frog? I don't think he did that yet. Are they oh. all a prince? Well, you got to keep watching then. Well, no. that's <laughs> no. Up there. Like, no more, no more. Okay, so what do you what do you rate it? It's still staying at a two point five oh, out of three. What man. season is no uh, soup for you? Five, right? 2.5 yeah, two point five out of five. Yeah, yeah it, it did not go up, and I'll I'll do it two point five out of five jackets. Okay, now. Do you mind if I assign you? I think this is a funny bit where Morgan goes and watches things from our. Totally. I mean, I think this is a fun bit. Will you watch Back to the Future one? I will. I'm giving these a try. I'm I'm genuinely trying to give these all a shot. That's your love. Like my I kids think so. liked it. I think so too. I love Back to the Future. Yeah. I think you'll like it. You take two weeks. Check back in after you watch Back to the Future. Just the one. Just one. Okay. Because maybe you will we'll have you watch two and three. Who knows? But if you don't like one, I'm not going to make you watch two or three. Okay. <laughs> like if you come back in, you're like, I give it half a DeLorean. I wouldn't make you watch two. <laughs> so you have two weeks to watch Back to the Future. All right. I'm on it. This is the great. This is my new favorite bit. I just tell Morgan to watch stuff that I used to think was cool <laughs> to see if it's still cool. All I right. Let's that, play. I do that with my kids all the time. You do? <laughs> yeah. right. Up for grabs, 100 bucks in cash. Uh, in a game called Who Wants to Be a Hundred Air, uh, I have to give away my money because I was just told we don't have any more promo money. Which, if I would have known that before we went away for a weekend, maybe I wouldn't have teased it for three days. <laughs> I always have to use my money for these games. Okay, let's put on Carrie and George. Everybody say hi to Carrie. Hi, hi Carrie. Carrie. Carrie, what's going on? Not much. Good morning, studio. Morning. So, you have a chance to win $100 and then a beanie baby from my collection. Whoa. Ooh, that's right. All right. Carrie, pick the person you'd like to play for you. And the reason I think you. I'm just gonna. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Go ahead. Oh, wow, she's, she's ready she's to pick me. Well, I was gonna knows. tell her the reason she can't play is because listeners Google it and they've ruined it for everyone. But Carrie, go ahead. Yeah, that's okay. I'm well aware. I listen to the show all the time. Let's go. And I'm going to have some girl power, and I'm going to go with Amy. Wow. Okay. Yay. Thanks, Carrie. The second smartest person in the show. A little different blood here. Eddie went and won last week. Why do you say second smartest? Because she bailed you out last game. Yeah, you didn't do it on your own. And watch, guys. She's going to use me for a lifeline at some point. Doubt it. Ready, guys? Here we go. The $1 question. It's pretty easy. How many seconds are in a minute? 60. That's correct. Nice job. Unlock it in. <laughs> okay. Are we moving on? Yes. We're going to move to the $5 question. Okay, let's go. What's the national bird of the United States? Well, I think it's the eagle. So, I'm going to go with eagle. Lock it in. Bald eagle. Eagle. Correct. Nice yeah. job. Okay. Woo-hoo. Now we're going to work with you, Carrie. Do you want to go to the $10 question or do you want to walk away with 5 bucks? Old hard cash. I'm going to go to the $10 question. Let's go. Amy. Yes. What's the name of where Queen Elizabeth lives? Buckingham Palace. Dang. That's, that's, that's where she lives. I don't know. I mean, what else could it be? She does. She lives in, she lives at Buckingham Palace. Don't you feel? You can't ask her because she can Google answers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I trust her, but we can't. Okay. You locked? I'm, I'm, I'm locked. She says Buckingham Palace. Lock it in there. That has to be right. The answer is Buckingham Palace. Uh, wow. 
Now remember, you have lifelines. You can ask someone else on the show yeah. if you get caught up. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm ready, Amy. Don't worry. A coin flip or a trash can basket. All are there. The $25 question if Carrie says to go for it. Carrie? For it. Okay. Yep. Amy? Yep. To be or not to be? That is the question. Is a quote from what play by William Shakespeare? Oh my gosh. Come on, Amy. I feel like it's Hamlet. To be. But I don't. To be or not to be. Do y'all know? Oh, yeah, we know. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I don't believe Lundfox. I look at my computer. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Lundfox might know this because he's an actor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to be. Is it? It's not. Is it? It's not Romeo and Juliet, is it? To be or not to be, that is the question, is a quote from what play by William Shakespeare? I really need to brush up on my Shakespeare. This is what this shows me. I feel like it's Hamlet. To be? Okay, ah! Time. Amy, what is your answer? Hamlet. Wow. Would you guys have said Hamlet? It's Hamlet. Hamlet. It's Hamlet. Came out quick with Hamlet. Praise be. Oh, yeah. What'd you say? Frisbee? <laughs> no, she said to be or not to be. Praise be. <laughs> you came out quick with Hamlet. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was somewhere in the dome. Let's go. <laughs> Do you want to go for the $50 question, Carrie? Yes, let's go for the 50 Okay. And now the $50 question. What artist painted The Last Supper? Michelangelo. Da Vinci was like Mona Lisa. What artist painted The Last Supper? Van Gogh chopped his ear off. He was Starry Nights. So remember, you can ask someone in the room, and it will. Not I know, co- but it will I not don't cost you. I don't know that I want to waste a lifeline when I'm like more than fifty percent sure that it's Michelangelo. But I mean, I guess a lifeline could give me a hundred percent. Don't look at me. Eddie, I've helped you out before. That's true. Eddie, don't be don't be better because you didn't pick yeah, you. Amy was looking at me. I, mean, I bailed you out. Nice. What artist painted The Last Supper? Amy. Michelangelo. Is that your answer? Yes. No lifeline. <laughs> 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 what is it, guys? Wait, no. Yeah, no, we're going to tell you. you. That's not how it works. <laughs> That's my answer. Locking it in. She's locked it in? Yeah. She says the answer is Michelangelo. <laughs> what would you guys have said? Da Vinci. Uh, Van Gogh. Wow. If you so if you went to Lunchbox, he'd have said Van Gogh. Eddie would have said Da Vinci. Nobody said Michelangelo. Yeah. Oh my gosh, is he the statue of David with the nakedness? It is not Van Gogh. Lunchbox would <sighs> not have been right. Don't know who that is. If you would have went to Eddie and he would have said Da Vinci, Eddie's right. <gasps> Michelangelo's wrong. What did I say Da Vinci did? You didn't know that. Mona Lisa. I you said, said Da Vinci's Lisa. nobody. No, I didn't. I think. Hey. Oh my gosh! So she lost everything. Everything. Eddie, why didn't you say come you to me? I know me. it. I, no, you, you can't say that. Listen. You can't say that. No, but whenever you needed my why do you, help. Hey, why do you blame people when you lose? Listen. You do this on every game. Every no. game. Even easy trivia. No, what I'm saying is. This was on Carrie, guys. I feel you, bad Amy. for Carrie. I'm not blaming anybody but myself. It doesn't sound like. But <laughs> I've heard not blaming. It doesn't sound like this. No. Go ahead. Hear me out. Okay. 
When Eddie didn't know something, I try to make it known to him, like, hey, dude, I got you. Ask me. So that he can. How did you do that? I have been like, I give you the look. You know the look. Oh, the look. The look. (laughs) Amy, you lost. He didn't give me the look. He said, don't ask me. And that was bad of him because nobody insulted him. Da Vinci. I guess I'm bitter at Carrie for not picking me. Yeah, I feel the same yeah, way. Yeah, but I was bitter sometimes when people won't pick me, but I still help you. Carrie, I'm very I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Carrie. You, you didn't okay, win, Carrie. Amy. What we would were, you What would you like to say? It was all for fun. Yeah, thank it was you. all for fun. $100. $100, that ain't fun. Yeah. I'm, Amy, anything you want to say to Carrie? I'm very sorry. I, I could have swore... Yeah, I guess I should. Yeah, I never saw the Da Vinci Code. Do they that. talk about that in that movie? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I'm sure they well, do. Well, another player, but a loser. Carrie, I'm sorry. I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you for listening to the show. No worries. Thank you. On a phone, Missy in Texas. Bobby, I just wanted to let you know my daughter, Abby, which Abby loves the name. Um, uh, she has this podcast. She doesn't, I don't actually post it for her, just caveat there. Um, but her and her friend every day after school come home and they do a podcast. They're eight years old. They're in second grade um, called Drama Talk. And they love to pretend that they're Bones. So she calls herself Abby Bones. And when they close off, they go, bye. Just like you, Bobby. I say bye. You do? Yeah. I feel like. I say a lot of stuff that I don't know I say sometimes. You guys are like, yeah, of course yeah. you do that. <laughs> um, bye. Would you like me to record like an intro to their podcast? We can email you. And they can just play it on... Oh, that'd be great. Okay. She would love that. So it's called Drama Talk, right? And then it's just hosted by Abby? Or do you want me to mention her friend, too? Abby and Maggie. Okay, Ray, can you give me some sort of music? We'll do it live here. Turn... Uh, we'll turn that music down. Just build me up. We're, we're just doing this on the fly here. <laughs> this is cool. Go ahead. Welcome to Drama Talk. Oh, it's the most dramatic talk all day, every day. With your hosts... Abby and Maggie. And now, let's get dramatic. Yay! Fade out. I love it. I love it. Okay, stay on the phone. We actually post her podcast, guys. We know. It's okay. Yeah. No, it's just for her to play in the room. Like, she has a real intro. So, take this. Yep. We'll email it to you. Will you stay on the phone for a second? We'll get your email address. Definitely. Thank you. We'll send you that clip, and hopefully they like it. All right, awesome. They're going to love it. The Bible Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I love looking up strange laws from time to time, and they put out a list of the top strangest ones in the U.S. right now. And the first one, it's happened to me. And it's illegal, but it's illegal to surprise send a pizza delivery to someone's house. You moved because of that. Yeah. We still think it's Lunchbox? Do we? Did you ever? Yeah. What? <laughs> Amy, Amy moved. Well, it was multiple pizzas for <laughs> multiple weeks in a row. And it just freaked me out. Amy moved because she thought somebody had her. And and my theory is, first, it was probably Tiger and Daniel. Sure. Yeah. Or a lunchbox. And I do not think it's Tiger and Daniel anymore. I've talked to them on air and off. You They're, still think it's lunchbox? Uh, hello. Have you I, talked to me well, off, right on now, air? Right now, you're not denying it very strongly. I, well, I, mean, I think it definitely could be lunchbox. And now he's so... Embarrassed and ashamed of it. He'll never admit it. They'll never admit. Amy moved homes because mm-hmm. she thought somebody yeah. was kind of half stalking her. It's here under the law. This is actually in the state of Louisiana. So, um, but it's considered harassment. So That's if someone a, does, pretty that, tasty harassment though. Yeah. yeah. Um, in Arizona, it's illegal to let your donkey sleep in a bathtub. 
Wow. Yeah. In Hawaii, Alaska, Maine, and Vermont, it's illegal to have billboards because it's an attempt to preserve scenic beauty. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually one that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 And then in Baltimore, it's illegal to do any sort of fortune telling. What about fortune cookies? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. The maybe they can't have them. Mm-hmm. It made me think of like. You go and you buy a ticket into the house where they give you fortune, special fortune oh. cookies. That's what I would do as the loophole. Yeah. Like my cousin told you when you were going to get engaged. Mm-hmm. She did your fortune. Yes, but she was on the phone and it was legal. Yeah. From another country. Not in Baltimore. Okay, yes. Okay. So because of work schedules and phones, American families are spending just 37 minutes of quality time together per day. And when I saw this, I was like, honestly, that per day, that seems like a lot per day. When you put together school, <laughs> um, the different activities that happen after school, then like trying to cook dinner, then getting ready for bed. Like it, I, we sat around the table last night trying to play a game and I think we got maybe 15, 20 minutes in, but that was our quality time for the day. And we that's us getting lucky. But I don't blame it all on phones. I don't think I had that much quality time as a kid. We had school, we had sports, we had eat dinner by yourself. You know, we didn't sit around the radio and play checkers. Yeah. So I think that's just something that happens with the family. It gets harder and harder to spend time together. I don't blame it on phones. I enjoy phones and I'll fight for the phone. But exactly. <laughs> but I mean, when you're a dad, like you might be like, oh, okay, I'm still over here on my I think I would have been phone. that way regardless. Phones or not, I think the struggle would still be there. We're not spending enough quality time together. I mean, in the 80s, the 90s, there was always a let's have dinner as a family movement because they felt they weren't spending enough time because people were at the TV too much. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't even know. I want dinner on the table, but honestly, with all the things, and like, I don't know how it's possible I want to eat driving from, around. from my phone, my phone to feed me as I watch it. <laughs> I want to look at my phone and be fed. All right, what else? Well, Jake Gyllenhaal denies that Taylor Swift's song, All Too Well, is about him. He says that it's about Taylor's relationship with her fans, <laughs> which I don't know. Deflecting. It really feels like it's about Jake. I don't know. But um, he also said that he would really like her supporters to get it together. And she needs to take a certain level of responsibility and have them be civil and not cyberbully people because he got attacked after that video came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to get cyberbullied, so I don't want to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> stay quiet. I'll be honest with you. I'm all yeah. good. Hey, I'm all, hey Swifty. A okay with me. We yeah. good. We good. <laughs> we good. We All good. right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Indiana police officer Jared Koopman is on patrol last week and he's driving. And he sees a man dancing and singing as he's walking down the sidewalk and he's like, man, I wonder why he's in such a good mood. So Jared pulls over. Woo woo. Hey, man, what's going on? He's like, man, just in a good mood, walking to work. The cop lit him for (laughs) for Well, I just got to let you know. Well, he didn't light him up, but I just needed sound effects for a cop. So he just said, hey. He just said, hey, what's going on? He's like, man, I'm walking to work. I I work with kids with autism. He's like, well, where's your car? He's like, I got in a wreck a couple months ago, and it was totaled, and I got twins, but I still got to get to work. Always in a good mood. So this cop was like, I got to do something. Went online on Facebook, said, hey, guys, we got to help this guy out. Boom, boom, got donations coming in and handing him a couple G's to get a used car. Oh, because he's going to go, I'm going to go walk down the street today and be like, and start singing and dancing. And then Skitty you're going to get lit up. <laughs> hey, then I get handcuffed and I'm taken to jail. Yeah, but then what's your story, though, to get the car? Well, I'm in a good like, mood because I heard you tell me something good where a guy got a free car. Yeah. yeah. Right, but you have a car. Hey, do it and let us know how it turns out. Okay. <laughs> 
right, good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, let's go over to the voicemail line. Hello, this is Jessica. This is Nolan. And we have a morning corny. Why do spiders make good baseball players? Because they catch flies. Have a great day. Love your show. <laughs> cute. Pretty good. They've got it down. Here's another one. Hi, I have a morning corny for Amy. What is the best time on the clock? 6.30, hands down. <laughs> we'll pick Suey. <laughs> hands down. Yeah. Oh, I They're all down. Hands down, yeah. Okay, let's go over to the pro, though. Here's Amy with the morning corny. The morning corny. How do you make the number one disappear? How do you make the number one disappear? You add a G and it's gone. <laughs> add a G in front of Ah, one, O-N-E. That was the morning corny. Okay, how many lead singers can you name? It's Amy against Lunchbox. And we have uh, some bets. I've taken Lunchbox and Eddie and Scoop have bet money against me. Correct. Okay. So I'll play you uh, the band. I'll tell you who it is. Just name their lead singer. Write it down. There are seven of these. Come on, Amy. Okay. Here we go. Number one. I don't want to be a one-man band. This is Old Dominion. Great. He's up one to One to zero for sure. In. Oh, man. What is that guy's name? They come in all the time. Lunch. Yeah, but there's about 600 of them. There, that's true. Yeah, That's the problem. Five of I don't know. Well, if you can name any of the lead singers of the 600. It's good. Yeah. yeah. You can do it, buddy. A lot of chances uh, there. I don't think I'm going to get it. I know the drummer's name. What's that? Trip. No. Wit. Wit. Trip is Lanko. Trip is Lanko. <laughs> okay. Dang it, see? You want to write something down? I did. Okay. Amy, what do you have? Matt Ramsey. Lunchbox, what do you Dang have? Dang it! Matt Newman! Oh, <laughs> Matt Newman. Matt Newman. Oh, dang, I'm in the hole. Okay. Well, okay. Hey, it's a comeback story. Okay, comeback story. One for the ages. Wait, this is going to be a movie on Disney Plus once you come back and win. <laughs> yep. I like it. I like Get it. Ready. Uh, here's the band. The name of the band is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Hmm. Oh, I know this one. I'm looking for their lead singer. Oh. Amy, you better bring it on that one or it's tied up. Can you let her listen to the music, please? Yeah. <laughs> she was singing, too. So no singing as of I now. I was not singing. On the Old Dominion song, you were singing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Everybody in? Come yes. on, Amy. Amy? Dave Grohl. Lunchbox? Anthony Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis oh. is correct. Oh, let's go! Let's go! Lunchbox! Let's go! Where are you guys at? Where are you guys at? They're all tied they're, up. They're... Five to what, go. Is Dave on drums? I'm not telling you. No, I'm not telling you who's singing. Any other? Amy, no. no. <laughs> Next up, this band. The name of the band is Weezer. Oh, who's the lead singer of Weezer? Okay, no singing. I was the only one brave enough to bet on Lunchbox. You were. Yeah, you were. Hold on. When you're on I know who it is. It's, um... All right, that's time. <sighs> Amy, I'm coming Shoot. to you first. I can't who is think it? of that guy that you obsessed over. Go ahead. It's like the other guy that looks like Buddy Holly. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That's incorrect. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox to take the lead. Oh, Bobby, you say you look like him. People say you do, and I think his name is Rivers Cuomo. Correct. Yeah! Wow! Amy, you got to come strong. Okay. That's wow. unbelievable. It is. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> the next band. You may know them by the name of Nirvana. Amy? Kurt Cobain. Lunchbox? Kurt Cobain. All Boom. right. Okay. Yeah! Good, good, good. Rest in peace. Let's go. There are three more. Oh, come on. Lunchbox has a one-point lead. Next up, this band. I see a line of cars What? What is this? It's a little local band by the name of the Rolling Stones. <laughs> oh, no. Lunchbox is struggling, and Amy's got it. Come oh, on, no. Amy. Oh, no. You do have it? Does he? Yeah, I got it. Rolling Stones. That song is called Painted Black. Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Go to the, him first. Let me go. That's the first name that popped in my head, so I wrote it. Come on, Lunchbox. You can do this. What's the answer? Mick Jagger. Amy? Mick Jagger. Yes! 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 Oh, okay. oh, my goodness! Okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Two to go. <laughs> I believe I didn't shocked. get freaking rivers. I, mean, I don't, I don't even know what the Rolling Stones are. I don't know what that guy looks like. No idea. That's the first name that popped in. Let's he, go. You know go with that gut. Like. He has a big mouth. Number six of seven. Here we go. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning. The name of the band is Queen. Galileo. Galileo. They're both confused. They're both confused. I know it. I know it. I'm just a poor boy and nobody loves me. Lunchbox is sitting back in his seat, looking at the ceiling. Amy's staring at her paper. They're trying to name the oh, lead singer of Queen. Amy, you better have this or the game is over because it just came to my head. It just came to the dome and I'm writing it big. I'm writing it big. Oh, there's a big win. Oh, my goodness. Let's go. Okay, hold on. Okay, okay give her, let, okay. Let, let her. Calm down. Her, sorry, what's that guy? The, <laughs> Mr. Robot played him. That guy. Amy, write something down, please. You have five seconds. If you miss it, Lunchbox wins. I know, but it. I can't think no, of what that guy's... No, I'm just thinking of the actor. <laughs> okay, let's go over to Amy. Amy? <laughs> Not in Really? Lunchbox, for the win. If yes! you get this, if for the win. And I collect $10 from Eddie and $20 from Scuba Steve. Bobby, you when you first said it, I sat back in my chair and I had Remy Malik. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, that is the actor, you idiot. What is that guy's name? And I sat here and I thought. And then I was like, he came out and said, I have AIDS. And the next day he died. And his name is Freddie Mercury. Wait, hold Freddie on. What? Mercury. Wait, is that- Freddie Mercury. <laughs> okay. Freddie Whoa. Mercury. Yeah. Freddie Mercury. Correct. There yeah! it is. Yeah! 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 Domination. Domination. Okay, you can bring me the money now. Oh, yeah, yeah. go ahead and give it to him. Yeah. You go give it to Sorry, him. Sorry, guys. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Nice work. Eddie, just give yours a lunchbox. He deserves it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Not you. you, Scuba. No, I'll take, I'll take that <laughs> one. Yeah, baby. Oh, Scuba, why'd you do that? I'm so sorry. Thanks, Amy. Oh, nice job. I love it. 
Here we have our party hats on. I have my. Ooh. Yeah, this is terrible. It costs like a nickel. And you know what? You get what you pay for. Yeah, that sounds like a nickel. So, everyone in the show has. You can watch on Facebook Live. We have a celebration. We've hung up a big congrats banner. Lunchbox? What is, is it? it? He, yeah. what, is what is it? it? Come on, dude. What is it? How you doing? Oh, Man, no. I'm good. How you oh, doing? no. I what just up? had a thought. What do, what do you think it is? Oh, my gosh. Whatever this is, this he's going to hate it. Why? Because you're congratulating somebody for I didn't something. I congratulate. I know. But whoever it is, apparently he's going to lose his mind. Really? Well, we all have our party hats. We all have our noisemakers. I believe we have a cake. Oh. We have a cake? Cake? Mm-hmm. We have a cake. Okay. This what is in legit. the world did um, I do? Wow. I mean. Someone on the show is being celebrated and they have no idea why. Wow. But, and I'll make an analogy here. In music sometimes, when a songwriter writes a number one song, they get a number one party. Well, Abby Lee Anderson is at number 71 on the charts this wow. week. And so we're having a 71 party for Abby yeah. Lee Anderson. Oh. That's right. This is for you, Abby. Come in here. Come on in here. So as we look at the chart, the Star Spangled Banner, as recorded by our phone screener, Abby Lee Anderson, is at number. You can get up there. Is at number seventy-one. Wow. So this is your seven. Your your number seventy-one party. Come on, Abby. There's balloons behind me that say congrats. This yes. is so cute. And here comes the cake with the number seven and one on it. Yeah. Look at this. Wow. You did it, Abby. Wow, 71 on the chart. Blow it out, Don't Abby. Don't spit on it, though. Oh. Yeah, make a wish. That's what we're What's doing. the cake I say didn't... on it? Congrats, Abby. Oh, dang. This is so cute. This is exciting. Abby, what? how do you feel? You made number 71 on the charts. They can never take that away from you. It's I... like a college education. It is. Wherever you go, whenever you go, they That's can right. never take this away from you. I never thought I would say that. I mm-hmm. never thought this moment would happen. <laughs> so, thank you. Speech, 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 speech. I'm shocked. Like, I'm shocked. This is crazy. Not a very good speech, speech, speech. Come on, Abby. Like when you were a child, you always dreamed of this. Yeah, you want to be number 71 your whole life, right? That's true. Yes. I mean, I grew up singing. Never thought in my life I'm in Wichita, Kansas, a little tiny town. Well, not a really little tiny town. But coming to Nashville, (laughs) dreaming of this, and yes, that was terrible. I can't believe it. I'm shocked. (laughs) You have beat out such songs as Taylor Swift Love Story, number 72. Wow. Taylor's version. Uh, Cody Jinks, Like a Hurricane at 73. Ruthie Collins, Hypocrite at 74. You're right behind Clay Walker and Morgan Wallen, Wasted on You. Whoa. Okay. You. Wait, now, you said above Morgan Wallen? No, you're two behind him oh, okay. for that okay. song. Sounds okay. So we're just going to take a second and acknowledge we're proud of you. Thank this you. This is a very good version of the national anthem. Oh, we're playing it and again? No, well, we might. And <laughs> we can't wait for you to perform with us, the Raging Idiots, on Come March on. 12th. and. Plant City, Florida. Wow, y'all have the, um, someone joining you on stage that is the chart, on the charts. Chart oh my gosh. And what, what song will you be recording for us next? I'm I'm working on one actually. I am I am working on <laughs> America the writing a song. Yeah. Wait, you wrote a song? I know, I'm working on it. You're working actually, on writing one? Yes. Don't do that. Wait. Oh, we're not gonna play a <laughs> written song. Get an Abby Lee Anderson original. Can yeah. it be real short? <laughs> exactly. See, we're not gonna wait, play an original wait, hold guys. Hold on. What's it about? Oh, I don't know yet. It's, it's in the works. I have the I have the um, music. It's in the it's in the works, but you don't even know what it's about. Mm-mm. She has the music. Okay. I'm meeting with um, a songwriter friend. 
Lunchbox, what would you like to say? You doubted her, and now here she is on the national chart. I mean, her speech was about as good as her national anthem. Oh, boy. Well, I will admit Both my train speech wrecks. is not good. Exactly. <laughs> and then I let, Bobby, just tell her right now that an original is not going to get played. The reason it's funny is because it's a cover and you'll play it. You don't even let <laughs> artists come not, in and play originals, uh, and you're going to let her play an original? It's not going to happen, guys. Like, just tell her, like, up front so she doesn't waste her time. If it's good, I'll play it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And but, also, it's, but it's also got to be a good song, and it's got to be sung well, right? It gets to a whole different level of difficulty. Yeah. Yeah, and there's nothing about Abby's cover of the National Anthem that's funny. Yeah. Like, nobody in here thinks that's funny. No, it's it really wasn't good. funny. Except for, I guess, him. Can everybody have some cake? Yes, let's go. Take that back there. And- Lunchbox, you want some? No, I'm good. <laughs> you don't want any cake? No, I'm good. Why? I'm not really a cake eater. I don't like icing. Really? Yeah, I don't like icing. I'd rather have cheesecake, but I don't like cake cake. Oh, that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Is that okay, a sign? Abby, congratulations. You, just, you deserve it. Thank you. Number 71 forever. Thanks. And we have a tattoo artist real. we've hired to come in and tattoo 71 on you. Oh, good. I'll get it. On your lower let's back. Let's go. Let's yes. go. <laughs> She'll do it. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Crews at the Maryland Heights Fire Protection District picked the perfect day to train for an icy water rescue. There's only a small window each year they can train on real ice because of the weather, obviously. Crews were wrapping up training on the lake when they spotted two people running across it as they watched. The ice that was covering the lake broke and fell, and the people went in. Mm. They happened to be training right there, training for that exact thing when people were doing that. Every single person switched gears, immediately went into rescue mode. Crews moved the fire trucks as close as possible to the two teens in the water. Everyone got back into their rescue gear, jumped into action. Usually, it would have taken seven to ten minutes to get someone there if they're somewhat close. But they were there in like 28 seconds. (laughs) They were right there. They were right there. And they saved the kids, too. Wow. Which is something. And I want to say this. The Maryland Heights Fire Protection District, not in Maryland. It's actually in Missouri. They just call themselves. No, it's Maryland Heights. Oh, (laughs) got it, (laughs) got it. So I do want to, you know, shout out these guys and and these men and women who did this. But also, if you're not in a state that has ice that is known to be able to walk on, I just wouldn't walk on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and in Missouri, I don't think you should be walking on ice on a river. And, and where we are, you shouldn't be really walking no. on ice. We do to be stupid for viral videos. Yeah, but, we yeah, but that's that. it. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> we know it's stupid, but this can happen. And so thank God they were there. So shout out Maryland Heights Fire Protection. You guys are awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Time for your big stories. Bobby's Big Stories. A man in Virginia won $10 million off an extreme millions scratcher lotto ticket. What does he do? He gives the winning ticket to his wife for Valentine's Day. The odds of winning the top prize is 1 in 2,937,000. So he did top the chocolates and the flowers. He gave his wife a $10 million lottery ticket. Crazy. (laughs) Which, I mean, giving it to your wife is like giving it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like cutting it in half and like, you know. (laughs) I guess. Depending on how they do finances. I'm assuming those finances are. (laughs) Yeah. But that's a pretty cool, pretty cool gift there. Sam Hunt's pregnant wife files for divorce, citing adultery. Did you see the story? Mm-mm. Oh, first you've heard Whoa, of it. Oh, wow. Amy, you didn't oh, see this? This was like a breaker yesterday. I know. I wasn't on social media much, or, and that's normally how I find breaking news. I just, oh, This wow. one sucks. <sighs> and we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about it, yeah. but yeah. because it's news. Sam Hunt's wife has filed to end their five-year marriage, citing infidelity as the reason. 
Hannah Lee Fowler claims in her legal docs obtained by TMZ that Sam is guilty of inappropriate marital conduct and guilty of adultery. Sam and Hannah had not announced she was pregnant, but the documents say she's due in May. Mm. She's asking for alimony, primary custody of their soon-to-be-born child, and she wants child support as well. It's unclear if they have a prenup, but indications are they do because she asks that the parties be awarded their respective separate property. The couple was married in 2017. Yeah, that dropped yesterday like a big heat So how, missile. when, I get we get reports like this on all kinds of celebrity relationships, but like, how do we get the details? Like, if, unless, if she's putting it out there, or does, is their filings public knowledge? That one. Okay. Yeah. So if you file and you put all the different things as to why, like, it's out there. That one. Oh. It's also when you get married. Uh-huh. That's your marriage license is public too. Mm. And when we got married, we didn't want people to know we were getting married for security reasons. Um, issues with the, the stalker situation were, were peaking then. And so we were like, all right, we're going to keep it on the down low as much as we possibly can. So we went to a county outside of the county that we live in and filed for our license so no one would see it and go, oh, they're getting married and put it up on a blog or something. Smart. But while Ooh. we were there and we, we went in and we, we signed up, whatever you do, um, we're like, hey, we're here to get our marriage license. And we fill it out. And we're like, okay, we're sneaky. <laughs> no one's going to know. And we, not even he, he, but also like for safety reasons, no one's going to know. And so we're walking out. And the woman goes, hey, do you mind if I get a picture with you guys? The woman working that took all our information. <laughs> and I was like, yes, but please don't tell anybody. Don't even post it until after we get married. Because when you get it, you have to get married. And I could be wrong, like in the next 30 days. Yes. So I was like, you know we're getting married in the next 30 days, so please, if you just watch my socials, when you see we're married, post it then, but please don't post it right now. Man, you got to beg. Wow. I know. I did. But it, she was great. She did not post it, or we didn't see that she posted That's it cool. until after we were married. Because could she say she just ran into y'all? She didn't have to say that she ran into you We were We were in the at office. Work. I mean, you could tell. We were for sure in the office. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Caitlin had on her veil. Y'all were thing. holding up we the, went all the, the license. Way up there. Yeah. The, the Sam story is sad. Yeah. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it. I think this is actually it. But I don't want to get accused of not mentioning something. Um, so that was in the news this weekend. And we hope they're able to figure out their lives. And hopefully, I don't know. What do you say there? No, I don't. Nothing. Other than that's why I was just like, oh, gosh. Something just feels weird. Like, you read about stuff like that all the time. But something about this just hit me of like, why do we know all these details? But Well, the reason you feel like that now is because kind of know Sam. Yeah. And we like Sam. Obviously, we don't know him well enough to know what was happening in his personal life with his wife, or if that's true, I'm assuming, just based on what I read, that there's some concrete evidence there. You don't go file that and put that in, in legal documents. Mm. But that's why. Otherwise, it feels like when people, uh, when celebrities, you know, stuff happens to celebrities, and you're like, oh, that's not real, then you meet them, you're like, oh, yeah, you're actually a real person. Right. So that's there's probably more why. of a disconnect. Uh, in another story, Joel Morton Wilson walked out of work from Monday. He noticed his car was missing. While on the phone with 911, he was hit by his stolen vehicle. Oh! What? The people who had stolen it turned on the ignition and accelerated it about 25 miles an hour. He tried jumping out of the way, and they got him uh, in the head and the shoulder. The car's tire was flat after attempting to jump the curb. Police tracked it down and made an arrest. Um, they arrested a juvenile with an active felony warrant. Joel said he's fine. He's got a few injuries, minor injuries, but he's fine. That's from 10TV.com. But how about that? Hey, my car's stolen. Boom. Oh, wait. Oh, that's my car. <laughs> Found it. Ah! Yeah. 
Uh, that's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Emily in New York is on the phone right now. Emily, appreciate you calling. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Are you running? <laughs> she's oh she's in a mid run. Okay, Ooh, so today is February 22nd of 2022, 2 22, all the twos, and it's Tuesday. So please, will you sing the Tuesday song? You know, we rarely sing the Tuesday song on the actual radio show. We often, never. We it's often do it on the podcast show. only in the post show. Uh, I'm going to meet with my, my team here okay. during this little break. And Discuss if we, it? If we, we just never do it. But if there's one day to sing the Tuesday song, <laughs> it's on Tuesday, 2 2022 Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Okay, we will put that in consideration. We always do a vote during the break to see what segment we're going to do next. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> if you're new to the show, nobody but me knows what we're about to do. I guess Mike D does, but nobody knows, and the rest of the show just kind of goes, uh-oh, what's next? Um, if, yeah. If anything, you come to us once a break starts, and I'm like, what is he even talking about? Yeah, because sometimes I'll be like, hey, Amy, remember that? And she's like, oh, oh what did I? Uh, and I'm like, and I'm rattling my brain. Or she goes to... the wrong way, and, I'm, and I give her a sign like, no, a different one. <laughs> the other one. And she's like, oh. And I'm like, hey, a, a two-second heads up would just solve that. But. We choose to not be professional here. Yeah. Um, okay. The Tuesday song. Uh, we'll talk about it on the break, and if we, we, we'll probably do it. 63% chance. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, Emily. Please, please, please. I love you guys so much. All I right. love the Tuesday song. It's my favorite. So All I will right. beg and beg and beg. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for calling. Yep. Have a good one, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, the pop culture quiz is next. What you missed over the last three days. <laughs> I'm not going to do very good. Well, if you didn't know the Sam Hunt story, <laughs> you're not going to know, know any of this. I know. I'm... <laughs> Yeah, I probably am not going to do well, but hey. Did you guys okay. wonder if I was even going to talk about that? The, I knew you would. I knew you'd bring it up because you have to. Like, you can't, that can't just happen and you not even say anything about it. I agree. Morgan, what, did you want to touch that in the skinny? Uh, no, that's all you. I'm not okay. touching that. All right, all right. <laughs> and we're done with it. I just don't want people to go, oh, you're playing favorites. You don't yeah. talk about stuff. So. All right, time for the pop culture quiz, Amy. Let's see how dialed in you are from the weekend. Okay. The Bachelor was on last night. Well, What's the name of this season's Bachelor? I don't even know. I was going to say, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but Bachelor, it's the guy. David? Uh, Chris. Quality guess. It's Clayton. Clayton. I wow. saw a picture of him on Twitter last night. Didn't recognize him. Didn't know anything about it. Good looking dude? They all look the same. So yes, <laughs> but they're all the same. It's just like, you put them on a copy machine and uh-huh. here comes another one. Amy, what sports league had their all-star game over the weekend? Oh, NBA? Correct. Did you know that or you guessed that? I know that because didn't like Kane Brown play in it? Kane and Jimmy played in the celebrity game and Jimmy went off. Had like 20 points. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, he probably should have won the MVP. Dang. But he didn't. Okay. Jimmy Jimmy went off. That's cool. Yeah, good for well, both, both I guess of them. I don't know what Kane scored, but Jimmy Allen scored a lot of points. What? The celebrity one leads up to the actual mm-hmm. one? Yeah, same weekend, not same night. Okay. What's the name of the number one movie in America starring Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland that made $44 million over the weekend? Uh, Mark Wahlberg. I never heard of it. Uh, really? Yeah. Uncharted. Okay. It's a That's video what it's game. called? Uncharted? It is a video game. Mm-hmm. Anybody watch any movies over oh, the weekend? I watched the rom-com on Amazon. What's that? I Want You Back is what it's called. It's really good. It's total rom-com. I don't know if you would love it, but if you're, I don't know. It just makes you laugh. It's like a cute love story. Like, there were several scenes where I laughed out loud. 
So I recommend it. It's an Amazon original, so you have to have Amazon Prime Video. And it's called I Want You Back. I Want You Back. It's like this couple breaks, these two different couples, they break up respectively in their relationships. And then two, the people that got dumped get together and they try to help each other get their other people back and like set up this whole plan. And it's just really funny. We watched Righteous Gemstones. We're, there's one more episode of season two that comes out this week, maybe this Sunday. It's so funny. When I thought both were already fully loaded, and we were like, "Oh, that's the season finale." That was weird. <laughs> and then we waited, and we we're like, "Oh, there are more episodes. That makes <laughs> sense." And then we watched a lot of Curb again, and we're just kind of starting from the beginning. But now they've done the Seinfeld reunion because they never did a Seinfeld reunion. But in Curb Your Enthusiasm, they kind of did a mini one on that show because Larry David is, you know, the creator of Seinfeld. Him and Jerry. Mm-hmm. So they get all the characters back together, and they kind of have a Seinfeld episode on the show. Oh, that's cool. And it's interesting to see them all come back together. So and I'm not even a huge Seinfeld fan, but it was it's fun to watch. All right, Amy. What beloved children's series about a glasses-wearing aardvark aired its final episode on PBS yesterday after 25 seasons? A glasses-wearing aardvark? Mm-hmm. And don't say me. A, oh, is it like, is an aardvark like a little... Like a mouse thing? You'll know it. Yeah, if like you a know rat. It. it looks like a little. Yeah. yeah, like a little. Yeah. I don't know the name. Oh, you went through that question and still. Didn't <laughs> I'm picturing know? it in my head right now, but I don't know the name. Arthur. Arthur, that's it. Yeah. Arthur. That's it. The NFL and XFL have teamed in an effort to grow the game of football. What major celebrity is one of the owners of the XFL? The Rock. Correct. <laughs> what celebrity filed a petition to change their name officially to Kelly Brienne? Oh, I thought this was going to be Kanye, but Kelly Brienne. Mm-hmm. In the middle of a divorce battle, this celebrity has filed to change her name to Kelly Brienne. A celebrity that's getting a divorce, Kelly Brienne. I don't know. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, that makes sense. Wait, so she would be a bit I don't, but professionally? I don't, I don't know if professionally she's getting... Because bit, Clarkson be is like her... Dad or stepdad's name. I don't think she wants that anymore. Oh. Oh. From what I was reading, and she okay. doesn't want her ex-husband's name. All right. Uh, which friend's cast member is out promoting the upcoming release of an autobiography? And we'll talk about their addiction battle and how they really feel about their co-stars. Oh, uh, Chandler Bing. Matthew Perry. That will give that one to you. <laughs> you see, Britney Spears signed a fifteen million dollar book. Yeah. Board. I mean, they probably got that cheap for her. I mean. They're, that book's going to sell so many copies. For oh, my sure. gosh. I'll if it's it. like real life story, it'll sell a lot of copies. But $15 million book deal there. Uh, Amy, you did okay. Yeah, I saw they compared, I think like Bill Clinton got $15 million. It says $15 million is the same amount Bill Clinton got for his memoir. But that must have been forever ago. Yeah, I know. That was a long time ago. Which is like, she should be making way more. No, I would think so, too. That was, yeah, my point in sharing that. All right, C-minus effort on the... Uh, <laughs> on it, my celebrity mm-hmm. knowledge, well, pop culture. Well, just on your knowledge of the weekend. Okay. What did you do the weekend? I mean, we just, what did, I, like, we are with the kids. We played a lot of, uh, what's that game with the headband, Heads Up, where you put the card in the headband and you have to act it out or guess it and then the other team guesses it like yeah i don't know we didn't play that i one. think it's called heads up i, I think, think it's called, called heads up. up that is such a fun game like it's i don't know if you i know you and caitlin like to play nerds which we played all weekend and we have a, sh- a card shuffler and we paid 13 dollars for it and the dang thing's already crapping out on us come on which yeah. you get what you pay for 13 yeah. bucks. we definitely got 13 dollars <laughs> out of the shuffler <laughs> But now it's like, ding, 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 ding. cards get stuck in it. It grinds them up. I haven't seen my nine of diamonds in like three weeks. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. 
So we did that. I got a flat tire yesterday. My car does not have a spare tire. It doesn't have one in it or on it anywhere, which is weird. That is and, weird. Mm-hmm. And I just got a new car, and so I didn't even know I didn't have a spare tire. So I'm driving down the interstate, and I hit either a rock or there's a pothole in the middle of the interstate. It's probably Come on, a they're pothole. everywhere. They're everywhere. In the middle of the interstate! And it goes, boom! And I went, oh, boy, I hit that. I'm just driving. I hit that hard. Huh. Then I start to go, ah, whatever. I go back to listen to the Razorback Daily podcast. <laughs> and, I, and then all of a sudden, there's a little sensor that goes minus one, minus two, minus three. And it That's tells you pressure. your air pressure, minus nine, minus 11. And I'm oh, like, no. either this car's about to explode or <laughs> that tire. And so I pulled over. It was at minus 26. And then just I had to call because, again, there was no spare on the dang car. I had to call a tow truck to come get the one of those flatbeds. And so I waited for like two hours. Oh, it's annoying. And then I know a guy who works at the dealership, and he's like, well, just so they showed up, they pumped the tire with air, they took the car, and they would stop every like three minutes and pump it with air again oh. and drove it all the way to the dealership. <laughs> oh, wow. Kayla had to come get me on the side of the road. Terrible. It's a whole, yeah, that's it's a crappy right. thing. Yeah. But it was what it was. I'm here. Yeah. Sorry you had to go Healthy. through that. You should put a spare tire in your backseat now. Just my back <laughs> take it with you everywhere you or go. Or strap it on the hood or something. Yeah, it is is quite unfortunate. Here's a voicemail we got last night. Hi, I am just calling to request um, you guys sing the Tuesday song, February 22nd, 2022, because it is the ultimate Tuesday. Thank you. Have a great day. We had a caller that requested it. I have four people on the phones that are requesting it. Really? Crazy. The How this song blew up is like a cult favorite here. No idea. It's the dumbest song that we ever wrote. It's the Tuesday song. It's not that good. We usually do it on the podcast if we do it at all. I'll do... We we've never recorded this song, Never. Right? We've never... Re- <laughs> you know, what's funny is I almost recorded it, or I almost got Walker Hayes to produce it because he produced Namaste, mm-hmm. and, and him and I wrote that together. But I reached out, I was like, hey, Walker, should we do the Tuesday song? And we had a plan, and then for some reason we never did it. Now he blew up. He got busy. That's what it is. Walker <laughs> got famous. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Uh, here it is, the Tuesday song. Live. Live. Oh. Live. As you can hear, I'm live right now. I'm live, live, live. Live, live, live. Uh, uh, uh. Mic check, mic check. The best day of the week. You all know it's my time. So I made a song about Tuesday, so happens it rhymes. The lowest number of crimes. A super bingo at nine. I don't know how you do your Tuesday. This is how I do mine. The sun comes up. There's a smile on my mouth. Why? Because I love Tuesdays. Is the first thing I shout. Free Zumba this morning and every Tuesday at five. I got my spandex on. It's time to head to the Y. Tuesday, HOA Tuesday, housewife's going Tuesday. I'm just talking about Tuesday. It's Tuesday, is my recycling on the curb as I drive off? Yup, my recycling's on the curb. I mean, Fridays are fine because they're casual and all, but I'm always more productive on my Tuesday conference call, my after work plans. I got my spray tan, I'm drinking lemon water out of me, some cayenne, pebbles and bam bam. I'm watching C SPAN, and then it's two for one at Sonic with the Coney in each hand. I'm saying Tuesday, HOA Tuesday, housewife's going Tuesday. I'm just talking about Tuesday. Tuesday, brown cow goes Tuesday. Eat some cashews day. I'm just talking about Tuesday. Here we go, Mardi Gras on a Tuesday. I go to Krav Maga on a Tuesday. I'm playing Pokemon on a Tuesday. Came out of my mom on a Tuesday. Here it is, everybody. Wow, we did it. We pulled it off live. Live. We did not record this. I, I hold up a newspaper with the time and the date on it. Like a hostage. 
people are like, it's cool. We didn't and think. people that have no <laughs> idea what just happened, we don't either. Yeah. Uh, never planned to do that sh- uh, that song on the real show. But it is the ultimate Tuesday. Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. They calling it Tuesday? They're like calling it Tuesday. Tuesday. They are. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting that you would call it that, too. <laughs> okay, listen to the story here. A woman who matched her cousin's husband on a dating app. Right, let's think about it for a second. Okay. Go all a beautiful mind and chart this out with your finger. <laughs> I got it. A woman who matched her cousin's husband on a dating app is asking for advice in this story from the Daily Mail because she's like, what do I do? Do I go and tell her? Do I not? Well... And they're pretty split because I looked at the Reddit thread, and a lot of people are going, hey, that's not your drama. That's your cousin, though. Stay out of the... Guys. But how close are you to the cousin? Okay, true, because you might not be close at all. In that case, you could just be like, okay, this never happened. Or... You're a cousin. What do you do? Oh, I I call my cousin, and I say, I'm going to assume maybe... I don't know. Maybe they have a thing where he can be on dating apps. I would never assume that. (laughs) I would never think that's a real thing. Well, I don't. Yeah. But for anyone to be married and be on a dating app, like with their picture, that mind blown emoji. Right. Or I would approach it with like, hey, I don't know if like your husband got um, hacked like to where people are using his profile. That's a good way to approach it though. But like, here's the deal and this is a screenshot or if you can see them in person, like, hey, this is what happened. So y'all might want to look into this. So that way you're assuming the best. There are people who have their picture stolen. Yes. And they use those pictures on social media to catfish people. Now they're mostly women. I don't know a lot of guys... But they're mostly, they use pictures of attractive women to fool guys. But if it's the picture, name, age, all of it matches. <laughs> I know. Why did you I, do I that? I agree. But I think that's an interesting approach. Like, hey, I think someone may have taken your husband's picture and they're using it on a dating site. Yeah. Because- so, so I matched with him so I'd have his information. Here it is. Mm. I mean. Yeah. I think that there's a chance it could be that. So let's lean that way and see what chance. happens. Slim, yeah. I'd probably just call him and be like, your husband's cheating on you. <laughs> Straight up. Be like, hey, we match. Your husband's cheating on you. Uh, here's the proof. And then I'd let him work his way out of it. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's shady. Yeah. And you'd want to know if it was you, right? If you were the one getting cheated on, you'd want to know. Yeah. You'd want somebody to tell you. Yeah. But think about guys who go on these dating sites, dating profiles, apps. Gutsy. And use their picture, their their face. Either really stupid or, or gutsy. That's it. I just... Dumb, 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 dumb. Morgan... You ever see a celebrity's picture on an app when you were dating and go, okay, that for sure, that's not them. Yes. And, and too, it's really easy now on dating apps to to see if it's a verified photo. Like if the photo doesn't have a blue check mark it by it on the dating app, it means it's not that person. Or they at least haven't verified that it's them. So it's very easy to not be tricked now. So It must be a last couple years thing. Yeah. Like definitely in the last, uh, it happened in the last three years because there were so many people trying to catfish. But you'd still have people on there that wouldn't verify their photos. So every time I just didn't see a blue check mark, I just wouldn't swipe on them, even if they were super attractive. I was like, oh, I'm not going there, not touching it. Yeah, that would be scary. And listen, I'd never be catfished, except I was like 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Hard. Uh, today is International Stand Up to Bullying Day. So they do this. They say, hey, wear you know, a, a pink pledge shirt, la, la, la. Listen, I was bullied a lot as a kid. Here are the things you can do if you are being bullied. There are I'm, I was thinking about this this morning. There are four things, depending on how you want to address it. As a parent, I'd probably reach out to the school and go, I'm not going to be the parent. I'm just going to do the parent first, and I'll do the kid. As a parent, 
if I reach out to the school and say, hey, my son or daughter is being bullied, can you watch out for them a little more? More so than can you go confront the bully because that's probably, at least early, going to create more drama for the kid. If it gets real bad, you just confront everybody. If it gets real bad, you just burn the place down. Like, mm-hmm. this is bull crap. But I would go, hey, we're having an issue with bullying. Can you please have someone keep an eye on this situation? So as the kid, number one, you can go to a, go to a teacher or counselor and say, hey, I'm getting bullied. A lot of kids aren't going to want to do that because they think it's going to result in more bullying or, oh, you told the teacher. But that's number one. Number two. And this is what I did a lot of times. You can pay people to protect you. Wow, big dudes? No, anybody. Anybody that wants a few bucks. I would do homework and make, I do other people's homework and make money. And then I'd pay people $2 a week to make sure I didn't get beat up. And then usually what would happen is they would step in and those, the bully and that person would then get in a fight and then they'd be, they'd hate each other forever and it would take that away from me. <laughs> that happened more than once. But I would somehow, and I didn't have any money. But I would do work to, I made, and I paid people two bucks a week to protect me to make sure I did not get beat up. Interesting. I had a mom, I did an Instagram Q&A this weekend. She was like, hey, my kid's getting bullied. What do I do? And I really wanted to write back, how are we doing financially? Because if you're doing all right, you live, like now, because of all the security issues that I've had, I have Tim, who goes out and is the guy who makes sure that nobody comes up and stabs me. Well, so you're still paying someone mm-hmm. to protect you. Right now, for you. <laughs> it started early. <laughs> wow. But, but that's what I did as a kid. I did people's homework, and then I paid people with that money to make sure I did not get beat up. The next one is, boy, and I don't recommend this one, uh, punch the bully in the face. Hmm. Now they The go, kid? Th- yeah. Yeah. They romanticize this a bit, but most times when you, and sometimes you just have to stand up to a bully. You are pushed to your edge. The end, you got nothing to do except this. Last resort. But the reason I don't suggest doing it is because most times you're going to get beat up. There's a reason the bully's usually bigger and a better fighter because they've had to fight. And on TV shows, oh, punch a bully in the face and go back away. That's usually not what happens. Back to the future. The real world is a bully fights a lot and will beat you up even more. Hmm. Every one out of ten times, you know, David beats Goliath. Not but, even with a sucker punch. But but then he'll he'll then he comes back. Yeah, <laughs> he does come back. Yeah. And then the final one is run. Just always run. Um, and sometimes it's a combination of all of them. Hit and run. Mm, those two maybe not. <laughs> but yes, if you do hit, maybe you do run. You have to run. Yeah. But it's what I do like about culture now is there is a large anti-bullying culture that has um, become more than. A, a hashtag. Like, and I think, Eddie, you can speak on this. At your mm. school, do you feel like there is an outward voice of, hey, we don't bully around here? Yes, absolutely, which is cool. It's surprising to me. I asked my son, like, is there any bullying going going around? And he's like, no, not really. And, and he said what's really cool is that if there is bullying, other kids step in to stop it, which is awesome to encourage other students to, hey, if you see bullying, step in and try it. If you're bigger, if you're stronger, you know, stand up for someone. I do feel like that's an actual thing now where there is this culture of folks who are like, hey, we're not going to stand for bullying. That doesn't mean it's not happening a lot. Um, and as someone who was just pounded a lot, it stinks. You feel helpless. It hurts. It makes you sad. All of the, all those things. I think the best thing we could do as parents, because I know bullying happens at my daughter's school and has happened to some of her friends, and it's been really, really bad. 
And but the best thing we can do as parents is like when we're maybe the night before, sometimes at dinner or casually, like before school when you're dropping them off, just like remind them like that they are kind and to be kind. And then maybe they take that with them through the day. Well, I'm not even talking about the newest bullying, which is cyberbullying, which is writing bad stuff about Facebook. And that I don't even, I have no idea because I wasn't there for that. I mean, I guess. You still kind of, I mean, we still kind of deal with that stuff. I get libeled. People, you know, do. um, But I'm talking about physical bullying at school. What do you do? Yeah, I don't know. In the halls. 13 year old girl and they're, that's a whole level of bullying that I don't understand and I don't know how to fix. So, Morgan, if you could fix that real quick. <laughs> and Morgan, what what is your advice on that? I mean, listen, it, I was part of that cyberbullying when that all started happening and, you know, I did. I, I seeked out a teacher and during, you know, the period breaks where you'd switch classes, I would go and I would hide in that classroom and that was like my safe space. So, I think finding a safe space at your school to get you through those hard times is super beneficial. And unfortunately, that's just a reality of it is that you need that space. Wouldn't it be nice if we all just like knew a hacker? Yeah, that'd be cool. (laughs) They could just hack into crap that's giving you a hard time. Wish I knew a hacker. Mike D probably could do it. I don't think he hacks. Yeah, he's not a hacker. He doesn't know code enough. (laughs) He can hunt anybody down on Instagram. You just need to, he just need, needs an eyelash and like a color of a hair. <laughs> He's a good Googler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, today is International Bullying Day. Just let's step in if we can to teach or prevent, and I'm here for it. It's tough. It's tough to be ages 9 through 16. Yeah. And that's, that crap's happening. So hard. And I know we're, f- we're definitely focusing on kids because it's super important, but there's adult bullies too. Yeah, so stop, so, guys. Stop on me. Stop, yeah. <laughs> Remember, you are kind. That's true. Be kind. Well, not that kind, that it is adult bullying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, thank you guys. That's it. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from California. A 29-year-old man was pulled over when police walked up to the vehicle to get his ID. He had an alligator in the front seat. And Why? How big? <laughs> they said it was like a four-foot alligator. Wow, what? Not even a baby one. No. And he said, oh, I'm babysitting. <laughs> but was he? <laughs> but it's illegal to have an alligator as a pet. He was arrested for the illegal alligator and a probation violation. I had a friend once who went down to Louisiana, did some hunting, found an alligator. Probably around the same size, probably three, three foot long. Put the alligator in the back of his truck, drove it back to Texas. Oh. Why? Because he wanted the alligator. Gets to, gets to Texas. Is at Walmart. The alligator escapes. Oh, no. Stop oh, it. Stop oh, it. Oh, <laughs> this, now he's freaking out. No, he just drives off. He drove off. <laughs> so, some, somewhere in Central Texas, somebody found an alligator. Oh, my gosh. And they had to wonder why. <laughs> he was going to take it home and raise it, and it was going to be a pet. And it escaped from the back of his truck. But are they good pets? I've never had one. I don't know. I would <laughs> yeah, assume no, not. You'd see more people like, with them. I would think they're extremely aggressive, and you can't domest- domesticate alligator. And like, what's fun about like you can't we can't play with them? Well, what's fun is you'd be like, I got an alligator. Oh. <laughs> Watch this. Yeah. Hey, come here. Take this out. Okay. Uh, why did he not put it like a cover over the alligator? Or put- it was riding shotgun. I know, but if it's literally cop's riding up, shotgun. <laughs> You, what do you do? Put him under the seat, bro? So, I don't know. Something. <laughs> Not just throw in the back seat or something. I mean, that sounds like a little companion. A gator that will ride shotgun with you? Did, what, how do you know at any given moment he's not going to, like, snap and, like, bite? You don't. Or do you? <laughs> I don't. 
I don't know. Hey, I don't that's the thing about a gator. You never know. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank I'm you. I'm Lunchbox. Box. That's your bonehead story of the day. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. It's time for the Good News Countdown. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Here we go. Number three. Number three. A 100-year-old woman in Michigan celebrated her birthday with a new tattoo. It says NYNY 1922, the year and the place of her birth. She got her first tattoo at age 80, her second at 90, (laughs) and if she lives to be 110, she says she'll get something like, I'm still here. Oh, (laughs) 110. Number two. Last summer, a 52-year-old named Steve Walter had a heart attack when he was out walking his dog. A woman named Emma came to the rescue and performed CPR to save his life. And now eight months later, they are a couple. Oh. That's a Netflix (laughs) love. Come on, write it. I don't know. There's something there. Wow. That's the first kiss. I love it. If if she didn't mouth to mouth, that was her first kiss. (laughs) Number one. A nursing home administrator is getting praised for coming up with a fun idea to keep residents entertained when it snowed. He took them out snow tubing including this 94-year-old woman who had never done it before. Here's a clip of her and the nursing home administrator together. Have you ever been tubing before? Uh-uh. How old are you? 94. 94. All right, let's go tubing. That was fun. That was fun. Oh <laughs> I mean, all I can think about is they better be bundled up and padded. And, I mean, yeah, I'm I don't so think they're going down dead man's curve on this one. <laughs> That's a risky, man. I mean, yeah, if it worked out, I like it. Yeah, but I'm, I was nervous. But it, and we knew she loved it. We were still nervous. Right. That was the Good News Countdown. Thank you, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye.